Cartoon Joe here from the GeekCast Live podcast. You're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. If you're one of them reader sorts and you're always on the go, we've got something for you. Check out audible.com slash geekcastlive for a free 30-day trial. Find some of your favorite books recorded for your mobile convenience. Check it out. Who knows? You might learn something. Like the fact that all Stephen King books should be narrated by Morgan Freeman's brother, Sam. If you enjoy good indie comics, head on over to waywardraven.com. Use the special discount code NECKBEARD to get a certain amount of money off your order. We don't really know how much, but it's something. Do it. Do it. Don't forget to find us on iTunes. Please like and subscribe. Five stars is preferable. We appreciate it. Hey, everybody. GCR here. Check us out at patreon.com slash geekcastlive. It's where you can find bonus content, bonus episodes, pictures of Rob naked, pictures of Nick fully clothed, picture of Joe drinking coffee, and pictures of me riding a horse. Yes, riding a horse. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Check us out and help out where you can. Appreciate it. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 4.5 of the Geek Cast Podcast. I am your host, Geek Cast Ryan, and with reefer. me, as always, not Rob Bass, and Cartoon Joe. <laughs> Wait, <fuck laughs> <me>. <laughs> oh boy, how are you? Uh, my my knob gobblers run dry and all this down talking here, but other than that, good. you know, I'm with you. I've just, um, I don't know if I'm, I'm coming off the cold that I had last week or what, but I just, I've kind of had nothing in me this week. I've, I've been kind of, I've been trying to like, trying to stay up and watch TV, been going to bed early, you know, it's been a rough one. It, it has really been has. a weird week. It's been a very weird week. It's like three feet of snow in the Northwest. It's 71 degrees here in Chicago. Yeah. There's it raining six, cats and dogs. dogs like there's still snow on the ground, but it's been the 60s here all week. <laughs> well, Frogs Hamper, Vermont's a fucking weird place anyway. It really is. Well, we have a charm that keeps muggles away and snow on the ground. So... <laughs> Ah, it's like the void, but it's like the space between things. That's what mm-hmm. it's like. There's the a lot down. of uh, missing socks here. <laughs> and like lids to that Tupperware. Well <laughs> but no Tupperware. Right. Yeah. And all the weird flavored jellos and mm-hmm. puddings. Yeah. I don't know. Marmite. The ones with, with the ones with fruit floating in them. Marmite. What is that called, actually? Because that's not Jello anymore, isn't it? Like uh, ambrosia? Or something? No, the the nectar of the gods. Stop yourself. <laughs> oh, you mean like the Jello salads, where yeah. they suspend stuff in them? I don't know. I, I go with Jello has, salads. I don't think it has its clearly, own name. But yeah, right. When people make them in like a bunt pan, so it's got like that wavy top. Mm-hmm. 
It's the fucking weirdest thing. Yeah, they that's used a grandma it. thing. For for smorgasbord here, the old Swedish tradition was to uh, to suspend pieces of uh, cured salmon in a gelatin <laughs> mold. Mm, first of all, a couple things. I'm unpacking that. <laughs> I hope I hoped you would. <laughs> they have you guys have something there in Frog Tamper that's called smorgasbord, not like the smorgasbord festival or even just the the smorgasbord. <laughs> it's just called. No smorgasbord yes which which is a word that in and of itself could be unpacked but i don't want to go down like i don't want to bring this to another level like where we're skiing and breaking into the safe of tom berenger i don't want to do that but is this like a a thing that like just your community does or is it like a vermont thing uh it used to be a thing my community did just just my church did it um they stopped about 15 years ago because they didn't have enough attendance, but they used to have so many people around the community would show up. They would do three shifts of 125 people. What? Mm-hmm. For missing article smorgasbord? For mm-hmm. smorgasbording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not smorgasbording, Just Nick. smorgasbord. You say it like there's a, like a CH at the front. That's that's how all of the old Swedish people here say it. Smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Was there a what part of the year was this? Is it Christmas like a, time. Was it, so around Christmas time? Was it like a potluck? Mm, it was. It was more like a, I mean a potluck kind of. Only instead of everyone bringing stuff to it, they actually had like a a group of ladies who would volunteer to cook all of the home country fixins. You know, like uh, Kanukabrut and uh, <laughs> Jello salmon. You're, you're doing the thing like where Rob is inventing Sith lords. <laughs> That's not a thing. Whatever you just said is not a thing. What's funny is, whether it's a thing or not, if you look at the yin and yang of what he went with of things that would be at the smorgasbord, there was connected dots. I can't and, prove him wrong. That's the thing. I, I absolutely can't salmon prove him wrong. Jello. Suspended. It's like zero G salmon jello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Show title early in this episode. <laughs> wow. Smorgasbord. Sorry. Yep. Smorg- Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. And which and is literally ladies who put it on would dress in the traditional garb. Of a of a smorgasbordian? Mm-hmm. Which that sounds like somebody that, that Spock is trying to thwart. A smorgasbordian. <laughs> it's, you know, smorgasbord is just it's just Scandinavian for buffet. Mm-hmm. And it yep. was like a this is I, I tell you, I'm actually a little upset I haven't got out the frog's hamper yet. It's it's a magical place, not in the same way that New Mexico is a magical place, but it's a magical place. Was is the when, is the Jello salmon? Is it like a, a flavored Jello, or is it just like a gelatin? I think it's just a gelatin. So it's just like a it's like eating unflavored Jello with bits of salmon in it. Mm-hmm. Yum. That's what I would imagine. I mean, I haven't had it, but I mean, it's I give like it a shot. Orange Jello, right? I do a lemon. I think I do some kind of citrus Jello with it. 
That makes sense. It's fish. Uh, there's no real way to doctor up that there's some salmon in your jello. <laughs> there's not a there's not a flavor profile no. that makes that like mm. Is anybody else envisioning I'll, like I'll have that. Like an entire like a like one whole sockeye. Right. It's a it, <laughs> <laughs> But that was a well well played use of sockeye. Thank you. <laughs> like it's not like a salmon patty in a jello mold. It's it's like it's, it's a whole it's, salmon. Right. You walk up there and it's two eyes giving you the look look what's become of me. <laughs> from the front end of this giant jello mold. You've got about a 13 pound <laughs> sockeye. Uh, uh, and there's that and there's that one guy who refuses to say anything but salmon chanted evening we're having. <laughs> Said, wait, Tom Elliott was at the smorgasbord? Sport? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I'm just saying this for the halibut. <laughs> uh, and other dad puns. Mm. Jesus, Send speaking you guys of in your text messages, a picture of what I think it would have looked like. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, speaking of dad puns, did you guys see the video of the dad with his two kids? One's probably eight, one's five. And he, <laughs> that's, that's funny, Joe. And he asked them to write down how to make a, <laughs> how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, no, no I didn't watch it. Nick, you was need, on my, Nick, your, your kids a, are old enough that your kids, you can do this with your kids. I don't think I could do it with, with Josie. Um, you just tell them, like, write down the instructions on how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I'm going to make them per your instructions. And it's like, it's, dude, the video is fucking priceless. I can at see that point, being funny. At one point, the son, the younger of the two kids, gets like so, like, he he's almost crying because he's like, that's not what I meant when I said put the peanut butter on the top of the bread and the dad's like the dad's like this is the top and he's like no put it on the sides and he's like you should have wrote down put it on the sides i put the peanut butter on the top of the bread like you said in your instructions and he's what a the, dick oh god it's like it's like eight minutes of at one point the daughter like realizes where she went wrong grabs the instructions pulls them out of her dad's hands and starts to write a new instruction list and he's like nope we failed next <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking brilliant, dude. It's awesome. Fucking brilliant. They made us do that in our speech writing classes at Purdue. Peanut butter, make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Well, write the instructions to it, and then we'd get critiqued. Huh. It can't be that complicated. I think it's more it's, complicated than you think. I wouldn't the, think so it's either. The assumptions that you exactly. assume the reader is going to make, but if you're following them literally. You might not actually make them. Exactly. That's the thing. I, I always assume everyone's stupid, so I <laughs> I don't take those shortcuts. <laughs> Lay the slice of bread flat on a plate. Apply peanut butter to the upward facing slab. <laughs> you and so tell, on. You, you didn't tell me how to put the peanut butter on the bread, though. 
Ooh, yeah, you might just put the jar on top of it. Right. I would have the dad in the video. Well, the the, the peanut the, butter. And the verb the apply would not would just not the same as set. Well, at one point, put. The, I think the very first thing his daughter says is, "Take the peanut butter and rub it on the bread." So he <laughs> takes the peanut butter jar and just starts rubbing it on the bread. And she's like, "That's dad. That's not. You got to take it out of the jar." And he's like, "It doesn't say to take it out of the jar." <laughs> So then they start saying like they start getting smart and they're like, grab a butter knife, put the butter knife in the jar. So he, uh, <laughs> I cannot he, not. <laughs> so he just drops it in the jar, like handle down, <laughs> and the the, the son's like, you're doing it wrong. He's like, it doesn't say to put it in blade first. I don't know. It's just it's so it's funny. He's he's being a very he's I I realize as I'm being him I'm using my Justin Snedden voice so he's being very dickish. Yeah, I can already sense it. <laughs> so funny. I might try that, but maybe a little less dickish. You can still have fun with it and not be like stupid about it. Uh, I'll post the video in the show notes. You should check it out. It's pretty funny. That's hilarious. I can't wait because I, I can't find it on my timeline right now. If you don't know not to right hold now. a knife by the blade, then you probably don't deserve to be making a paper and jelly sandwich to begin with. I always hold my knives by the blade. It's why my meat is so tender as I cut it. I bludgeon the hell out of it with the handle the of the knife. Right. Joe, you're using That's why your, hand, your palm has so much scar tissue. I'm right. using it how I use it. Let me do me. This is a judge-free zone. I'm following my star and eating my steak raw. <laughs> I had some wonderful steaks this this weekend, actually. Ooh, just, nice! Just throwing that out there. Hey, last week when I was out, when we were on the show, did, was I watching Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse? If you mention it again, you're going to be banned for one week from this program. <laughs> I'm watching it. Again. Just well. Is it what, just on again? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's always on. Hmm. Stop watching it. It's I like can't. the Iron Giant of whatever network you're tuned into. Uh, Stars Encore HD. Mm, well, that's Ugh. the problem. It's Encore. They play it once, then they got to play it again. It's true. Good point, Joe. Are the women attractive in this movie? I have no idea. I don't know. I've actually never on. seen I'll it. I'll tell you in a second. I'll tell you in know. one second. I think they're supposed to be. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Except for Rosario Dawson. And it's a, a whole roster of... of Juggalos. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Would you guys go to a insane clown posse event with me? Mm, yes. I, I got I got a wife and a career to think about. Because <laughs> I'm either I'm either getting in a fight or going to jail uh, or assimilating to the board. Either way, it's not a good right. Opportunity. It's a lose 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 situation yeah. or like, if, even worse I like 
have a really great time and realize I've been missing out on the music, at which point my life is fucking <laughs> bottoming out in a different way. So. We lose. There's we no lose upside Nick. for me. We don't know where he is. We find him later. And he's <laughs> on top of an RV. He's got like some sort of studded choker. And, and like an eight week Fago bender. <laughs> and we've only been there for like an hour. <laughs> and you know it's red Fago, which is just it's the worst Fago. Because it's on his lips. It's like <laughs> he's got like a like a like a Fago mustache. It's it's what he's using for his Joker smile <laughs> lipstick. Oh god. Oh, no, I got these scars. I don't know. Were you at an insane clown posse event? <laughs> I pick up like a, a Serbian mail order wife somehow. It just it's all it all comes apart badly and quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. You sell everything you own, you buy a uh I probably a pinto. I don't know what they drive. A buggy. A buggy. Jesus. If you're an insane clown posse fan, contact us via Twitter. Contact us via Twitter as to what you drive. And, and then like drive it on into oncoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Hyundai Santa Fe, but it's into here or there. Oh, you are a juggalo, aren't you? I well, I recovering. was. I'm recovering. recovering. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Are we gonna toss do me Rob's an axe? I'll review? toss you a dead chicken. Toss me an axe. I'll toss you a dead chicken. That's, that's one like of the- one of those sayings that make no sense, but I just <laughs> I rode with you. Uh, it's a it's a lyric from one of their songs that just is in my head. I can't get really? rid of it. Mm-hmm. The only one I know is magnets. How do they work? <laughs> I think that's Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to go far enough. Uh, never mind. We could do Rob's do review. I'd, it'd be more exciting with him because I think it might really be totally in his bailiwick. I would. I watched all four minutes and thirteen seconds of it. So did I. I really enjoyed it. Really? Because that's of what? four minutes and thirteen seconds. I can't take back ever. I've lost them. Luckily, I was on the shitter, and so I was at least doing that. What are we talking about? <laughs> Rob's do review. I, I thought his do review was fucking uh, the the show. Rick and, the Rick and Morty thing. Yeah. Oh no, that's what we're actually just going to talk about today. What's his? What was his do review then? A four-minute short film called Majora's Mask. What? Yeah, did you miss that? Yeah. What? Well, what was it about? I'm telling you right now, don't watch it. If you did, you would fi- you would find Rob wherever he is, <laughs> and you would you would you would break his legs. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, the fair warning then. Yeah, so do not watch it. If you find yourself scrolling through our text block and finding the four minute and thirteen second fan it's, film, it's right after I like my coffee. How I like my Death Stars, gigantic on the dark side oh. and powerful enough to destroy a planet. Okay, I totally just sped right through that. I remember you sending me the fan fiction thing about Neverland, which I also ignored, but I didn't see the that second thing. It's a, uh, it's not. Poorly done. It's a CGI, fan but it's fan. Fa- but it's yeah. It, you you ha- you had me slash lost me at fan film. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very well done. I just no. um, have no. It idea. It doesn't matter how well done they are. They're all shit. I have no idea what I watched. 
it was some sort of bird person. <laughs> um, but was it that person was also a tree? Mm-hmm. And there was um, a gold snitch and a red snitch. And an like inexplicably Harry Asian snitch? elf. An inex- like an Asian elf that was also inexplicably also Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And he had about 14 masks and a backpack that made no sense. And then he took out a mask and had like a massive stroke. And then yeah. the, and then the elf bird um, picked up the mask and turned into like some Lithuanian trickster god. <laughs> and that was the end. <laughs> Are you on Quaaludes? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was me describing this to the best of my humble ability. I'm, how could they? How could they smear doo doo around that much in four minutes and thirteen seconds? It's. I'm pretty sure it's actually supposed to be, and and this is where I think it would be helpful to have Rob talk about it. But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be sort of like a a prologue to the uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, like somehow explaining how they got into this situation or something. What what a hole just is sitting around with this sort of CGI technology that they just want to throw this together. That's what uh, I'm asking. The f- good folks at Ember Lab. Yes. Oh. It's, an em- it's an Ember okay. Lab. And I – Rob Fine. will have a chance to Fine. kind of like Albert Brooks defending your life thing next week. When no. He, no. I'm going to let him because I want, I want him to try to – I really want to – I maybe if I knew the context of the birdie from the breakfast menu at McDonald's character yes. maybe if i knew that I, you know i don't know it was weird it was asian elvin stephen colbert and birdie from mcdonald's mm-hmm. two snitches and a lithuanian trickster god snitches get stitches all i know well especially when snitches, they all hey listen at you for right. 17 minutes <laughs> i didn't get that reference Zelda. Did I get that reference? Uh, just one of the one of the golden snitch is uh, the little fairy character that follows you around in, in Legend of Zelda and is like your guide and stuff. And it constantly if you are like not doing what you're supposed to be doing, which could mean you've taken one step off the fucking path. It'll be like, hey, listen. And it's just oh like, boy. no, you listen. I have the controller. Can you turn it off? No, I think the part worst. of the problem is when we let Rob make adult decisions, <laughs> he defaults to this. <laughs> he shuts his phone off his and goes core, to sleep. His core programming that just loves and defends video games with with abject blindness. So the fact that you could probably tie this somehow into Zelda, even in a in a tricky way. Uh, makes him lose. All, he, he suspends all his disbelief, and he's impossible to make real rational judgment opinions. We've seen this over the years. I mean, it's just it's a, it's, <laughs> it's, a tried, it's, it's a this is like a this is a little more than conjecture, a lot more than hypothesis. You can still catnip him with the Phantom Menace. So if that says anything, <laughs> and I believe he made us watch that that. Magic the Gathering pseudo reality docu drama. Oh no, that was me. Suicide show. <laughs> Can me. I read you real quick? Here's that was you. The, uh, what? Yeah. That was me. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Uh, I just I just googled Majora's Mask because I know it's a Zelda game. 
Okay. Let me read you the first, just the first sentence of the history here. Well, I Please. pressed play on this thing now, so I'm I'm lost too. Majora's Mask is first introduced after the happy mask salesman removes the curse that was placed on Link by Skull Kid. Is this fucker <laughs> wearing a fake nose? <laughs> That's Asian Stephen Colbert. Oh, oh. Wait. no! Wait. No, it might what be the, the bird person. That might be the bird person. Speaking of bird people. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. What? Are you still well, watching that? Dub in the language of my people. Some things are just dumb. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you still watching the bird person and Asian Stephen Colbert? Yeah, I don't know what's the the mask is unhappy. Don't wait on me. Feel free to talk most yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we'll let Nick chime back in. I, are, have you seen the the season three Rick and Morty like uh, video that just came out, Joe? The video just came out. Yeah the uh, the first part of episode one, season three. No, was just released online. No, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised it's not all over my Facebook. It should have been. It was all over mine. Surprised. I'm excited. What, is it, what uh, happens in it? Oh, it's just a giant Rick roll. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. But season three is coming. I'm so excited. Um, which means we get... Um, we get all all of our favorite people will most surely come back, like Mister Poopy Butthole. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Beth. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I knew that you would become aware when I said Mister Poopy Butthole. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> oh, so you did though. You did though. Watch Rick and Morty. Nick, yes. No, I have yet to find a vehicle to actually watch oh, okay. it. So, well, it might be a one-sided conversation tonight about Rick and Morty. Yeah, I was just gonna watch YouTube videos or something. We need to talk about that. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I honestly, I've poo-pooed it this whole time that Rob and Joe been telling me to watch it. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not protesting it. I literally. It, it's, oh, I was. It's. Weird to me that there is a program that exists that you can't see on Netflix or Amazon Prime or HBO Go. So if you can't watch it on one of those devices, it's probably not something I'm going to work really hard to get to. Um, in general, not talking about Rick and Morty, but if I have to work that hard to find you, I'm probably not going to watch you. Well, I uh, I've just been recording it on Comedy Central, and they've been showing they've been doing it like two episodes at a time. And uh, and I did poo poo it. I wanted nothing to do with it. And it was kind of annoying at first. There's a the grandpa Rick. He he burps all the time. And it it was like a turnoff for me. Not because I'm like anti burp. I'm not part of like the anti burp coalition. Um, yeah, he just, like, he just works it into every like every fucking every third word. syllable is a burp. And it was like Jesus, just say something without burping one time. So I turned it off and. I never went back to it. And then I was decided like, you know what? I'm like a lot of people are talking about it. I'm going to watch it. And, uh, 
boy, is that a fucking funny and smart, <laughs> smart show. Mm-hmm. Whole, I'm like, holy shit. It is, it is s- stupid smart. Like, and not just like, like Family Guy is like the humor is like on point and funny. Mm-hmm. This show is that way, but it's also like, like Neil deGrasse Tyson smart. But, but Rob likes it. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know how I feel about that. It's why I poo-pooed it so much, to be completely honest with you, and why I protested it and why I said, like, I made no effort to see it. I then said to myself, you know what? No, just watch it. And boy, am I glad I did. I'm so glad you come around on it. There are reoccurring characters and reoccurring jokes and like storylines that they hint at and talk about, but you never truly know. Kind of like like Birdman's Big Day on Blood yes. Ridge, mm-hmm. where he lost his life mate. And, you know, um, the gear wars, which they allude to all the time. You never really know what happened during the gear wars. Mm -hmm. And all I want is some sort of like official, unofficial, like Rick and Morty wiki to tell me exactly what happens during the gear wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because and because the story is from Rick's point of view, it seems like it's going to be exceptionally boring. Because of the gearhead guy. Right. Whose name is probably something like like Alan Schmepperdink. <laughs> hmm But he just calls him gearhead because fuck it, this is a gearhead. Or there's there's so many split timelines where mm-hmm. there's there's like like thousands of Ricks and therefore thousands of Mortys. I love that. And hey, it's a cowboy version of me. <laughs> uh, Eric Stoltz, the mask Morty, is fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> Nick, within one of the first couple episodes, they Rick has to bury himself, his dead body, in the backyard because he killed. Because they sense. they. He had to kill him in another timeline and then take his that that Rick's place in that timeline. So he leaves the timeline he was in, goes to another timeline, but there can't be two Mortys and two Ricks. So they kill themselves in another timeline and then just take that Rick and Morty's place. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, that's every fucking episode, dude. And then like four or five episodes later, uh, Morty has to give that as a reason why his sister shouldn't run away. Right. He has to explain to her that nobody I'm- exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's going to die. Come watch TV. I had to bury myself in the backyard, Beth. Or summer. I ate breakfast from my own rotting corpse. 20, 20 feet away from my own rotting corpse. <laughs> it's, I mean, it teaches like, it's deep, man. It's deep on so many fucking levels. I mean, everything from like, like, why are we here? Um, why does life matter? 
to sounds heavy. It is heavy, but somehow it's really light. It is fucking heavy. Nick in the in the last episode, they have to find a new place to live. Their whole family, Rick, the uh, drunk, like mad scientist, grandpa, his daughter Beth, who's married to Jerry. Is it Jerry Sanchez? Jerry Smith. It's Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Or Jerry Smith. Jerry, who's voiced by um, oh, Somebody what is very his boring. name? No, it's the same I mean, guy like who by was, the voice. Uh, he was Dr. Leo Spachemin in 30 Rock. Oh, geez. Seriously? Yeah, it's the same guy. He also voices somebody on Archer. That's awesome. Um, uh, and then no, there's Summer, and then there's Morty. And there's only three planets that are um, like Earth that they can go to. So they go to the first one, and it's just like Earth, but everything is really fucking small. So like, you, like, like you could walk like around the circumference of the Earth in like twelve steps. Mm. Well, that's not going to be suitable. So then they go to another planet that's perfectly fine. Only everything's made out of corn on the cob. It's a cob planet, and it's it like really crows on the cob, mountains on the cob, and it really freaks Rick out. So he they fucking leave. <laughs> It's otherwise perfect. It's perfect in every way, <laughs> except that everything's on the cob. They go to the third planet, and it is perfect, except that there's 42-hour days, and the whole time the sun's up, it screams. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up back at this tiny Earth planet. <laughs> it's just like they get there, and it's like it's like – um, the sun's like just getting ready to come up and they're like, wow, th- this is really great, Rick. And then the sun crests the horizon and it, ah! <laughs> for 42 hours. <laughs> Craziness. Uh, you will love it. I, pr- I promise you, you will love it. Chris Parnell, by the way. Chris Parnell. Thank you very much. Jesus. I'm Jerry I- Smith. Yeah, I guess I just have to set aside some time. It's it's on Hulu, and I know a guy. Maybe I can give you some Hulu credentials. Might be the way to do it. I might. I I'll see what I can do. I'll, it's a little shady black market, but I'll. Uh, well, you know how I, my to, my time allowance is for tackling new projects. So. All I know is that one time I was in Hawaii, and I, I was able to buy a monkey, a T-shirt. And a nine millimeter handgun for three dollars. So if I can get that done, I can get you Hulu. That's all I. That's all I know. Score. So Joe, what are you getting on this week? Oh, I actually wrote it down this week, so I'd be sure to remember. No shit. I did. Um, first of all, I have to um, Travis T from the This Freaking Show put me up to this. Tra- Travis the Ocelot. Yes, my guy. Um, he would like to know why you didn't respond to his Snapchat about Doreen's pizza. Fuck. What, what I would like to know? Uh, he would like to know why you didn't respond to that. Uh, he's been on um, my, he's been on me about it for about three weeks now, which is why I'm bringing it up. Well, okay, Travis. Um, I don't know. A. B. I don't know that I was supposed to. C. 
I get so many Snapchats from you, like, like this is me using this Snapchat filter. You're on the chap Snyder. <laughs> this is me using yet another Snapchat filter. Um, that I I apologize if I didn't uh, recognize that I was supposed to respond to the Doreen's Pizza one. Um, send it again. I'll respond. Good answer. Um, what I'm actually geeking on this week, though, is the uh, the Book of Amos from the Bible. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. You're gonna yeah. elaborate on that, or is that is that just? Uh, it? We're, I'm I'm taking a class right now on on the Old Testament um, prophets, and we just Ooh. we did that that particular book this week, and it's really got me pumped up. So, have you tried really reading good. it in your uh, biblioteca? I haven't yet. Um, I would. I need to. I need to. I've been wanting to. I just haven't made the time. Decent format. What's that? I said probably a decent format. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Unpack, unpack all that brimstone. Mm-hmm. That is the Old Testament. Absolutely. So, but I dig. I dig Amos. He's a good. He's the uh, you know justice will flow down like a river. Uh, judgment will flow down like wa- uh, many waters. So, cool guy. Cool guy. Cool guy, that Amos. That Amos. He was a, uh, he's just a farmer. Felt called to go preach in Israel. So he did. Brother brother named Andy? <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Yep. And then I saw a Batman nurse a while later, and he was wearing glasses to show the time had passed. <laughs> do you use that? How many times do you use that in a week? <laughs> uh, probably six or seven. I was going to say, I'm probably about five. Mm-hmm. Well, six or seven in my head, probably only two out loud. Because <laughs> no, no one would get it. Uh, and then he was wearing glasses. Show the time had passed. <laughs> Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Um, strangely, a couple of things. I have. Uh, it was that time. It was my Nick's quarterly trip to the cinema. Ooh. Yeah, Lego you know, Batman, which, uh, which happens uh, roughly every nine weeks. No, not Lego Batman. Um, I was uh, I was in a dark place in time, uh, so I I went with uh, John Wick and was. Oh, was treated nice. well. I was treated well by the cinema, and that's really rare these days. You know, besides Rogue One, it's been a pretty fucking shitty year. Um, so without going too much into it, because I think I might bring it up as a topic for next week. That's how you do it. That's just <laughs> that. That's how you. That's just you. You unzip. You whip it out. This is this. Is what's up? That's what I'm all just, about. Just Lyndon Baines Johnson all over the theater. Right. This. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I roll and and love it. So um, that was Excellent. that was cool. It was good every way. Um, also, I have some uh, because we're we're really starving for hate topics right now as George RR is on sabbatical and there's just not a whole lot happening in the MCU or whatever else. I may actually double up and go see the Logan movie. Just so we have something to talk about. Um, 
but while I was on a, I, I made the mistake of stumbling into some Dan Brown, which has been something that one should Ooh. never stumble into. And it's been many years. And I remember why I hate him so much. <laughs> and uh, so we might talk about that next week. I mean, I will never geek on Dan Brown, but I was had sort of a forced uh, like inoculation of Dan Brown. And he's a fucking stroke. And I will be able to talk about that next week. Did you vaccinate oh. yourself against some Dan Brown? God, he's please, a, just a supreme cockbag. Um, what, uh, what did you did you read a book? Did you delve into a new movie? Yeah, I, I had a really long drive and at the library I was short on options. So I grabbed Lost Symbol ah, because, I, uh, because I'd read Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code in you know traditional literature format. But I never touched that story. So I listened to an audio book. Um, my God, he's a just a pile of shit. Um, but I did, I had a couple hours, uh, because I was battling insomnia two nights ago, really bad. Uh, so I, I dipped my toe in a little bit of the Bojack Horseman because a guy told me that maybe I should. So I'm not really into like the, the animated TV shows the way most of you guys are. I'm a family guy guy, but the rest of it's not necessarily my genre. Um, but I watched, uh, the first two episodes of that. Maybe three. I don't remember because I was delirious. But um, it's pretty, pretty smart and funny. It's fucking weird. Yes. And it's it's trippy. Like you have to watch it when you're either sleep deprived or drunk or high or something. Because otherwise, it's just it's like too much. It's too much happening. Uh, but Will Arnett's just he's just really good and uh, Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> it's still something I'm trying to process mm-hmm. that whole interaction. So um, I, that, that's my really long-winded answer. Is I guess my my geeking on answer is I I geeked a bit on some BoJack Horseman and nice. Uh, I had a had a mirth, had a sensible chuckle out of it. Your your boy Dave the fish. Yeah, he, uh, Hebrew fishes and loaves. Yeah. Uh, that's his pet name for you. Is Bojack. Mr. Peanut Butter? Oh, I think you oh. say Sensible Chuckle. No, Bojack. <laughs> he refers to you as Bojack. I have. I, I'm not really offended. I guess. I just, that's I'm just. I'm just. I'm, it's, I wish I was a washed-up '90s superstar, <laughs> like the Birdman. Yeah, I could make that happen. <laughs> oh boy! You insulted a Navy SEAL. Well, he's a he's a SEAL who's in the Navy. I mean, what the fuck can we do? <laughs> and, uh, and it's not like I knew it at the time, right? <laughs> he was just in the supermarket <laughs> buying oranges. <laughs> that one got me. That 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 one's what turned me right there. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny. Like it's it's so it's such a trivial detail, but that certain the certain characters <laughs> like that th- their their facial pivot, like the seal is literally like you know looking up at all times, <laughs> and <laughs> like that the stupid little details like that make me laugh. 
like that that fucking seal doesn't like you know bend his head forward like a, a character would. He's a goddamn circus seal. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. He's never looking straight ahead. <laughs> and that they got that they got Keith Olbermann to play fucking Tom Jumbo Grumbo. The news anchor whale. <laughs> that brings me joy. Like little things just that that's the little stuff that matters right there. So uh, I'm sorry, that was my long answer. Rye, how about you? <laughs> what are you uh geeking on? Neil McBeal, the Navy SEAL. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, fuck. There's a uh, uh one of one of Natalie and I's favorite shows just came back to TV. Um House Hunters? No, it's called The Detour. Um, it's starring uh, – it, it, it's a story about a family, and it's this guy, and it's his wife, and it's his um, – two. it's their twins. And uh, they are like terrible people, but she's smoking hot, and he's funny as hell, and – the writing's good, and uh, the the first season is about him um, losing his job and uh, trying to get trying to become like a whistleblower for this this company that's doing something bad. And uh, the first two episodes of season two just came out on Tuesday, yesterday, and uh, um. It picked up. I mean, it picks up right where it left off. It's great. It's just the whole fucking show is funny, and uh, it's it's truly it's truly wonderful television. And uh, it's nothing you have to put your mind to, but it's not dumb. It's just fun to watch. So that's that's what I've been geeking on this week. Is uh, we went back and watched um, all of season one, um, and just just tonight before the show, we watched uh, yesterday's two episodes. So I would, uh, if anything, because the, the, um, I believe her name is Natalie Z Z E A is the woman who plays, uh, the wife in the movie or in the show. If anything, watch the show just to see her because she is God's special project <laughs> and, and he got an A plus. Uh, the sun, the sun is dumber than a box of hammers. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the daughter is, it's kind of like Bart and Lisa Simpson in a way. Um, it's just, they're great. They're fucking, the show's great. It's casted great. The situations they get put in are like, like, how could you possibly get, you know, they end up going to like a ranch and uh, the guy who owns the ranch wants to marry the underage daughter and, and like the mom's okay with it because like he's rich and it's not real. I mean, marriages aren't real. And the dad's like, no, he can't marry my daughter. She's like, she's 12. And it's just, it's fucking, it's excellent. So the detour, you should check out the detour. It's on like a, one of the like it's either TBS or TNT. It's one of the Ted Turner owned channels. Wow! And the just promotional material looks like uh, always sunny. I thought you were going to say FX. 
and just my luck, I think Face Off is on Stars next. Hmm. You need to drop Excellent. whatever cable package you have. It's just like looking <laughs> in a mirror, only not. That's a terrible show. Yeah, the detour. Oh, you don't mean the movie Face Off. You mean the show Face Off. There's a show? Oh, I what? don't know. Yeah, there's like a modeling show. Actually, next is a show called Dolph Lundgren's The Killing Machine. I think I'll stay you for might, that. You might want to DVR that one. I think I'll stay for that. Thank you very much. What's weird about your hours are just absurd to me. Like I always forget that right when I'm crapping out, you've got like three series, a podcast, and like a, a book I'll that you're going to get I'll done. Be in, I'll be in bed today tonight. by about three in the morning. That's not really uh, <clears throat> healthy. Who am I to say? Yeah. I'll probably die first amongst all of us. So. <laughs> Probably, and it'll be of some. It'll be like a because there's too much like red meat in your colon. Right. Yeah, I've got some sort of blockage. Yep. I'll get the phone call saying you died from like red meat disease, and I'll be like, I haven't seen him eat red meat in like twelve years. Right. His his sodium level was seventy four times the normal average. <laughs> right. And 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 I'll be like, no, you no, that's wrong. Your numbers are wrong. Go back and look at your numbers again. I had some like, sort no, of like we, weird chromosomal defect where my body doesn't sweat anything out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I remember there was actually a time you came to like, you were like, hey, I'm just going to come down for the weekend, hang out. I was like, cool. I was like, yeah, that's great. And I woke up, I woke up in the morning. It was like seven o'clock in the morning and you were gone. It's like, what the fuck? Where'd Nick go? He went out to the high school to go run around the track. Like, like I'm just putting my miles in. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's Sunday. Put your miles in. That's a good day. Yeah, it was a good day. And then he's like, "Hey, and we've told this story before. Hey, why, why don't you why don't you make that uh, that uh, chip dip that you guys make?" <laughs> like, yeah. And then he watched me make he watched me make it and did everything but like vomit. I, I went to find what the closest church I could find. <laughs> no one likes seeing the chip dip made. I had oh. no idea. I was I was shamed by my ignorance. So he's like, he's like, so what are you doing? What are you doing with a whole brick of Velveeta there? And I was like, I'll put it in the crock pot. It's most, it's most of the dip. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you just, you're going to put the, you're going to put the brick of Velveeta in the crock pot. I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, you just put that whole thing of sour cream in there. It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why it tastes good. Sinner. <laughs> yeah. Then he turned into that, like the lady that was in the grocery store in the mist. Right. And like turn into uh, Carrie's mom. <laughs> By the way, this is a I think this is a stars original programming. Get it's, the hell out of here. It's like a weekly, like an episodic show called The Killing Machine. Dolph Lundgren is the killing machine. Fantastic. Is it fiction? Starring Lindsay Maxwell von Trench. That's not anybody's name. And as, as Dolph Lundgren or Benson. <laughs> Lindsay Maxwell von Trench as Dolph Lundgren as the killing machine. Here's one for you. Did you know that my man Dolph is in a movie, well, a 2016 movie called Female Fight Club? I don't doubt it. Same that, concepts? That, yes. 
that it's yeah, I'm just looking at IMDb. It scores a 7.0 on IMDb. Really? Female Fight Club. Just uh that's my plug for this episode for our listeners who are still around. As, as ha- Joe manically types it into his device. I, I got to know about uh, it. I have a show idea. And if, if you're still listening to the show at this point, right before we sign off, if you like it, um, let us know that you want us to do it. I would like all of us to spend an entire show just delving deep into IMDb to find the weirdest fucking movies that are on IMDb. All right. I, I think I already won this, didn't I? I well, you might have just won with, it. Uh, with like fight. Black Hitler's death parade or whatever <laughs> Nazi black death of the Nazi sex parade or whatever oh yeah I won this like seven episodes that. ago oh yeah with the dude there was who, something like, else his name is like uh, like Lucifer Von Shithouse or something <laughs> this is right? the worst trailer I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that his name? And he makes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's him. <laughs> Yepper. So, I'm, no, but I'd still, I'd play again. I would, I would take my inaugural victory. I would defend my championship. Fantastic. Well, thanks for Are, coming on the show to this week, guys. I know that was it's a little unconventional the way we I, did it this week, fun. but I had a good I had time. Fun. Just real quick, I'm going to send you the uh, the the listing for Dolphin Man Battles the Sex Lobsters from 2016. <laughs> uh, Sar- Sergeant Kabuki Man of the NYPD contracts a deadly new STD, the Sex Lobsters. I'm good at this game. You are. Uh, that's true. Dolphin Man Battles the Sex Lobsters. That's got Sergeant an eight Kabuki point. That's got Man. an eight point two IMDb rating. That's Just higher so you know. rated than uh, Dolph Lundgren's Female Fight Club. Also, I'm uh, also a savant. He's Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> I'm going to source that's this. I don't know where this villain. is. <laughs> it's this, my this new is 15 favorite. minutes, so I'm going to find it. <laughs> Dolphin Man battles the sex lobsters. I'm going to try to get director John Brennan on the show. Goddamn right. Where do wow. I find this 15 minutes of glory? I don't. Oh, let me, you know what? Hold on. There's a teaser Google. trailer on YouTube. It's only 15 minutes. So don't tease me. <laughs> There's a teaser trailer for it on YouTube? Mm-hmm. All right. Until next week, gents. I got to go watch a trailer. Yeah, there there might be plugs, and if not, find your Google device. Oh, your senator. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they have your plugs. They have your plugs. <laughs> Shalosh. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Get on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash geekcastlive for special content. 
perks and that warm, fuzzy feeling that you're doing something awesome and helping out our podcast. We wouldn't be anywhere without you guys, and we look forward to bringing you geeky content for a long time to come. Be sure to follow us on iTunes by searching GeekCast Live, and while you're at it, subscribe and leave us a review. Like books? Hate to read? Have ears? Like to listen? Well, we have a solution. Audible.com, where there's over like a million or something books that you can listen to with your ears. Go to audible.com slash geekcastlive for a nice kick in the pants. If Cartoon Joe is a flavor that moves you, be sure to check him out his other show, This Freakin' Show. Tune in as Cartoon Joe and Travis the Ocelot chop it up about games, current events, or whatever the hell moves them, all while enjoying a delicious yoo Check them out at thisfreakinshow.com and vote Green Party. Hey, that was episode 4.5 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm GCR. Thanks for listening. This week's bit of bass is Kaleo, All the Pretty Girls. It's a live version. It's rad. You'll dig it. And if you don't, I don't care. you